everybody and welcome back to the channel. Today we got another ReZero review for y'all. It's from Season 2, Episode 12. It's called The Witch's Tea Party and it's Episode 37 overall. And today we got Diego again, back by popular demand. <laughs> and he's going to be our guest today and he's going to be helping us uh, walk through this episode and hopefully going over some topics and asking him, well all of us asking each other questions about what we think is going to happen in the next episodes and then like theories of what's happened so far. Alright, but this was another good episode. How'd y'all feel overall about this one? It was really good. Episode. It was interesting. We saw everybody. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, I think that was one of the main things that was exciting for us because all the witches were there, and at the very end, we saw that they're all going to be together on this part. So it was pretty exciting. So um, I liked it overall too. And just a quick review: it's um, Subaru restarting. It's, it's following the episode prior, and he's restarting on his same life, like one of the worst ones. And now he's trying to get through... Okay, so he can, ends up unintentionally starting the second trial there at the sanctuary. And then he gets um, he's going through these other versions of his lives. And the second part of the episode, it's him confronting uh, Echidna and then having their conversations with all the other witches there during this episode. So it starts off, it's him restarting, and then it's like normal. And he's trying to... It's like a normal reset, so he's he comforts Amelia right there at the beginning, and then he's going back, and now he's wanting more advice from Echidna so he can fix whatever's going on with Roswell because I think that was one of the main issues last episode for him, and I think that was a huge shock for a lot of us there about how ruthless that Roswell could be. So he's seeking out help from Echidna, so he's going to the sanctuary, and then all of a sudden he just collapses there, and then it says, um, here's an... How did it describe it? Behold an unthinkable present. And then when me and you were watching it, when it said present, I thought it meant like a gift present, but I think it actually means like present now. Is that, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> like what would happen like if his yeah, and this right now <laughs> death didn't work. Yeah. Because the first time we watched it, I had to go back and rewatch it, and I was thinking like gift, like what's he, what he going to get? But... What ends up happening is he's showing his past lives where he had restarted and then it's showing us the aftermath of what happened during those lives. And then like one of the big major factors that was happening was we're getting Amelia's reaction in like the first few and how she was affected like very much by all of those situations he was in. And especially that first one where he it looked like he just killed himself when he stabbed himself in the neck. Because that's when he was with, uh, that's when he found out Rim was like dead at the very beginning of the season and then uh, Felix was trying to revive him and then Wilhelm was there freaking out because like, he couldn't believe this was happening to him so how did y'all what did y'all think about that about the restarts and seeing the aftermath um, I feel like again that's one of the, just the challenges for him that he needs to it's kind of like the first trial mm -hmm. when he had to go back to his past um, you know, has to conquer his past mm -hmm. with, like, think like he saw his family or he was back at his home, you know, with everything that's going on. And I feel like it was just part of it. So I feel like he just has to relive everything that he's done. And I feel like part of it is to, I can't put it into words, but it's like if you see what you've done and the consequences of it, you kind of have to think, did I even, did I do, or did I make the right choices? Um, like, it's like, it's making him just relive his past. And if he didn't 
if you didn't get good results from it, it's like basically torturing him. Mm-hmm. Like see, seeing people that died over and over again, or like just the bad results of everything, mm-hmm. it's like it's just it's making him suffer more. I don't know if that makes sense. Kind of. Are you trying to think of a way for him to overcome the trial? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of where I'm. What's going. leading to what it's leading to? Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. What what did you think, Diego? Same. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. See, like letting him see like what would have happened if his after was it called rebirth? Or Restart. Or, or, there's just a bunch of stuff. Well, his rebirth. What? Yeah. I feel like it was like mentally hurting him because seeing all those images of what would have happened to everybody, mm-hmm. how it affected everybody, it was just too much to think about mm-hmm. it's kind of like he abandoned those people there in those lives that he was in right yeah and then it's like he's dealing with the guilt of him doing that to those that i don't even know is it is it like a different because it almost seemed like it was like parallel worlds that he was living through and it seemed like that could be something else but yeah but it's like he's him having to deal with the guilt of him abandoning those futures is that, is that what you meant yeah yeah because that was that was interesting too and i, I like seeing the reactions from all the other characters well i didn't like enjoy it but it was it was interesting to see what was happening and <laughs> because <laughs> like the one i really liked too was when he was uh, possessed by beetle geese and he ends up dying too right there and then amelia is like down and what's his name the purple hair guy um, oh Julius? Julius, it's yeah. Julius, and then he's like, "Is that is Julius talking the most during that situ that restart?" And he was like, "I really wanted to talk to you more, and I wanted to call you a friend." So you can see like, every it's like everyone's true feelings are coming out about him after he's dying. And and he probably thinks that it's like kind of like giving him a lesson too. Like he might think that dying would solve everything, but it just kind of leaves that pain with those that he leaves mm-hmm. um, when, when he dies um, but he doesn't know that again because he just dies and then restarts into a new world or mm-hmm. to a you know reset oh, you know, so their spawn point and then he just yeah. thinks that you know they'll be, they're okay like but there's no consequences it, it just yeah it just kind of it just kind of shows him that it, you know it really is not that um, like a like a happy thing mm-hmm. for him to die because those people that are left alone again it's like he saw um how they were yeah um, so there's that mm-hmm. yeah it's like those futures he can't just abandon like that and like what you said i, I do agree with it kind of like a parallel world um I it almost feels like what were you gonna say <laughs> like, a, like he's abandoning Abandoning those timelines. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. So do y'all think there are different timelines now by him doing this? I don't. Think it's so. po- I yeah. mean, it's it is possible, but yeah, I don't think so either. But it it is possible. Yeah. yeah my guess is no. Because that would be a whole bunch of situations. Because it's not like the main one, and there's so many branching off from the beginning of the whole series. 
So I don't know. I really don't know how that works. Yeah. I, I would guess no, because that's a lot to think about. Yeah, like this anime has <laughs> hasn't given you a lot to think about. They just keep giving us more questions. It's crazy. But anyway, that was that was much of the the restarts. And then one of the other ones that really stood out to me was when um, where uh, Puck was in his uh, beast form, the beast of the end form, mm-hmm. and he was uh, about to freeze the whole world. And then Reinhard showed up yeah, to uh, try to prevent that. And even Puck acknowledged him. It was like you're like you're a true hero. Like, you're one of the only ones. And then it was crazy because Reinhardt was able to easily. It looked like he easily beat Puck. And he was like a huge like. He's a, is he a great spirit? What kind of spirit is Puck? Great spirit. Is he a greater spirit? Yeah, know. yeah. I agree. <laughs> he's he's a more powerful spirit. And it was just. Cause he was—he looked like he had one of the, like I can't remember what sword it's called, and then it just shot up like a huge beam up to the sky, and then it cut like it, it like it like broke through the whole. I don't know. It was crazy how it went through. It was just yeah. super powerful, and it disintegrated Puck, and that was how that timeline ended. So he was able to prevent the freezing that Puck was trying to do because of Amelia's contract with him. But I like seeing that during that one. Was there any other restarts that y'all liked or y'all, that stood out to y'all? Uh, not I really. Get, I just want to get to the witches. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like a montage to the end too. Of it. Okay, so he's each time he's coming back, he's like getting more and more crazy. Like he's throwing up and like rolling back and forth and wanting it to stop. And then finally, after the the montage part of the restarts, uh, he wakes up and he sees uh, Rem there, or what he thinks is Rem. And then he's able to. They have like a whole conversation about him, him wanting to give up and like how he's tired and he's just like ready to stop. And the Rim is uh, telling him, like, it's okay, you can rest now. And then that's when he realized that it's not Rim because the Rim he knows would not just let him give up. He would say, all right, it's time to stand back up now and yeah. like, start working. And that she, uh, that um, he's her hero. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, so her hero wouldn't be acting like that. Yeah. So that's when he realizes they're about to like kiss at that point. And then he's like, you're not Rim. He's like, who are you? And then I guess like the, what is it called? Like the mirage he was seeing was gone. And we see this little girl with pink hair. And we find out it's uh, the Witch of Lust. What's her name? Uh, Carmilla. It's Carmilla. Yeah, Carmilla. Yeah, and it was, it was pretty cool. Um, because he starts freaking out. He starts getting angry right away. And he's blaming Echidna. He's like, did Echidna put you up to this? Like why? Why are you doing this here? Mm-hmm. And it was it was really good. I, that, this whole series was, this whole part of the episode was really good, because we get information about her, because her power it lets people see who they really want to see. Yeah, who they really most want to see in their heart. And for him, it was Rem at that moment. And did y'all think about that? About what? Did y'all figure that out when, when lust? Uh, transformed to to herself um, like from Ram to Lust yeah I didn't think it was Ram I didn't think it was really <laughs> yeah, Ram yeah I think we knew that it wasn't Ram but did you think that it was who the witch like who who Subaru was thinking about yeah like who um, he he wanted to see Ram yeah I was kind of surprised about that why why well, you would really... think that he would think about Emilia instead of Ram yeah well I thought it I thought it made sense because this whole, 
like second season, him starting the restarts was because of what happened to Rim and him wanting to save her. Because that was the main focus right now. Yeah, but I'm not answering the question. Huh? What do you mean? Like, did you think, like, did you expect that he would be thinking about Rem instead of Emilia at that moment that he was in pain when he was down? And then he said that he surprised because he thought that it would be Emilia that he would want to see you, instead of Rem. Do you think it was, it could have been someone else he was thinking about <laughs> instead of Rem? He, he doesn't know the question. <laughs> I don't know what you're asking <laughs> me. The what are you asking? You know how, okay, he was seeing Ram, right? Okay, because of Lust. <clears throat> okay, right. so Lust transformed into somebody, this time it's Ram, to somebody that uh, Subaru was thinking about. Mm -hmm. Figure that out later when Lust transformed into herself. And then Lust explained that, or I think Subaru asked, like, why are you pretending to be Ram or something, something along those lines. And then Lust explained to him that, like, I think she doesn't know who she transformed to or something. Anyway, but he, she just said, um, whoever you saw is the one that you want to see right now. Okay. You follow me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so at that point, like, as soon as Lust turned to herself, I knew that Subaru was thinking about Ram because I feel like Ram is his source of comfort mm -hmm. instead of Emilia. And then... I think Ram is like his support. The one that makes him yeah, continue going. But because it's like, it almost seems like Subaru is suffering because of Emilia. Like he's going through all these stuff because of Emilia. It almost seems like that. It almost seems like he finds comfort to other people. Like for, for instance, Rem. Even Echidna, he was able to find comfort in Echidna when he just bursted out and told Echidna everything that he was feeling. Mm -hmm. And Echidna was just listening and she was saying, I understand your pain. Or like, I, I saw your experiences and I'm here for you. You can talk to me. Do you all remember that part? Mm -hmm. So, but anyway, so at that point, like at that part, like did you expect that Subaru would want to see Rem instead of Emilia? Like the image? He still doesn't understand. I get it. I get it. I just say I'm not surprised. Like if I were to guess who he wanted to see, is that what you're saying? Yeah. You're lying. You're straight up lying. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> Okay, I'm just saying it, it makes sense it was Rem though. That was my Yeah, but that wasn't your, that wasn't the question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <sighs> I, I get I get what you're saying though. I'm lost. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so back to the what we were talking about. Or were we? Oh then they were explaining about lust and her power. And the other thing that she was it was called the the faceless bride, is that what it was? Yeah, it was uh, people that get too close and like see lust, they forget to breathe, and eventually even their heart stops because of that. Oh, just yeah. got looking, just from looking at her, that was her her other power she had. And then after that was explained, because Echidna was talking to both of them from wherever she was, and they get teleported to the her graveyard where she was. 
in that big field and wherever. And then this is when it's only Echidna and Subaru, right? Mm-hmm. At that point. And that's when they're having their conversation. And this is when we first get the offer from Echidna for them to forge their own contract. Them two. And then this part was it was frustrating when I was watching it because Subaru was just taking on her all her words and just taking it like without thinking really. And he was about to forge the contract without even asking any questions. Like he was just gonna do it. Were y'all getting upset with him when he was doing that too? Because she was like, just put your hand out and then we'll we'll have it done. I wasn't upset with it, but I was kind of confused on that part. Because I thought Cause. I thought she would try to explain it, mm-hmm. but she really didn't. And she just yeah, said, she was like, put your <laughs> hand out and let's form this contract. Uh-huh. No, I was just like, I mean... All this time, I don't know why, but I guess Subaru is Subaru, but like the fact that we know that she's a witch, why would you even trust her with anything? Unless, you know, obviously she's a smooth talker, like what Wrath described her to be. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she's a witch, I feel like everybody's forgetting that part. I feel like they think that she has feelings for him and whatnot. I'm like, no, she's a witch. So she would do something that would benefit her. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, but again, Subaru probably got really comfortable around her. Yeah, because all these episodes, she hadn't done anything malicious to him. Like she's, it seemed like she was always trying to help him every time they got together and they were talking. Yeah, but it, that's what she made it seem like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what making Subaru think that oh, mm-hmm. I can trust Kidna and go to her for you know help and yeah. whatever. But and it seems like people also think that Kidna is a good person. Yeah, but I'm like I, I think so. I think I, so <laughs> I think we're all forgetting that she's a witch, mm-hmm. a witch just like Envy just a different type of witch and so she's I feel like she, she's bad in her own way I guess that, mm. that you know just kind of more sneaky type of character more yeah I mean she tricked us just like she tricked Subaru got <laughs> <Yeah>, all of <laughs> us <laughs> yeah but yeah I wouldn't think that she would explain right off the bat the rules yeah she has her own intentions yeah. and we found out later in the episode especially and then when they were about to forge this contract that's when Minerva showed up and stopped it and then it's like she was really upset that he was just going along with it and what else that's just, I remember what she was it, saying She's, basically she was saying that you're just like doing what whatever said. Echidna mm-hmm. wants you to do and just listening to her and whatever she mm-hmm. says and then that's when Subaru found out that Echidna was lying about the other witches not being able to show up without like replacing each other so like this this is this is the point where we start getting like hit with a bunch of information about echidna of her true personality and how she really thinks because the first thing was her not explaining the information for the contract and then this part where we found out she was lying and then even still she's as the other witches start showing up which we get to see uh segment is a um, sloth and then what's the other one um, Tifon. Tifon. Oh, it was uh, Carmilla. Lust. That's mm-hmm. the two new ones that we got to see. Oh, okay. And then they all they all start showing up too, and they're they're um, they're giving their own feelings about how Kidna is, and it's like they all still have the same 
it's like they all have the same view of her kind of like they know how she really is and why why do y'all think they all popped up came out of nowhere just to stop i think so the contract like why well, i think minerva did it first because she's like the like bring peace or something like that yeah she wants to heal the world yeah and then pride showed up last time and that made sense no like just i guess in What's general in general like why do you Y'all think they popped up, came out of nowhere. And because they're all like, why would it affect them Syracuse. with the contract? You wanted to know about how Subaru is. Something and special. Kidna was how Kidna was planning it out. <laughs> <laughs> something, something special about him. Like, do y'all think that <clears throat> it would give a Kidna the upper hand against the other witches, and that's why, and they don't want that to happen, and that's why they all are trying to stop that contract? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking about it, maybe. It does make sense. Or do y'all think that they themselves, each one of them wants Subaru for themselves, but the only thing is that Kidna was able to get a hold of Subaru first more than them. <laughs> okay, class. <laughs> I like your theory. Because <laughs> if you think about it, like I know we're saying like, oh, it's exciting. I love it. All the witches are out and they're there. But think, why? Why are they out? Why? How would it affect them? Like, why does it even matter to them? Like, like I say, what you're, what you're saying is it would throw off the balance of power between the witches. And if it seems like greed already has a bunch of knowledge about a lot of stuff in the world and then having access to uh, Subaru being able to restart in these many lives will just give her even more <coughs> knowledge and more power. Because Envy, Envy already has Subaru with the restart. Does she have him though? Well, it's like she kind of controls Subaru in that way. And so now I feel like um, greed is trying to control Super in a way she wants everything that she know that he knows about so if Envy can control um, his actions I guess like he he restarts in certain points and he needs to redo this and we all know that um, it goes towards Envy's goals which we probably don't know why yet and so greed in her own way, she's since she's the knowledge, you know, like the wisdom, which kind of yeah. um, she's trying to get the upper hand with her, I guess, specialty by getting all of Subaru's knowledge and wisdom and everything that he goes through. Yeah. That way, she has something for her. I don't know when shit goes down against the witches, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or against Envy. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. <laughs> but do you think yeah. they... Do you think yeah. there's conflict between them? With the who? witches? Yeah, I think so. I think that... Because I hadn't seen any of them actually try to... I don't think they're all like... Friends? Yeah, friends. But I feel like if they need to work towards a common goal, that they would work with each other in this instance they're not friends quote-unquote friends when it comes to trying to get to Subaru but when it comes to uh, 
going against envy, I feel like they're they need to all be together to be to I don't know fight um, envy. Does that make sense? Because it seems like all of them are kind of on guard when satellite came through, mm-hmm. and especially Kidna. Yeah, she was the most Kidna. bothered by it. Um, Sloth even mentioned like you know it's troublesome. Well, they didn't all seem on guard. It's like except for Tifon. Tifon is kind of like Bella, you know, like yeah. she's kind of excited. But I, I don't was, buy it. I Sloth don't buy was it. bothered by it for sure. Gluttony wasn't. Gluttony wasn't. And then she was like, she said something about being tasty or hungry. Well, I feel like see, we she mentioned. Hungry. She's we, hungry. Remember that um, first time that uh, she saw they Subaru? met? Yeah, she was like. She could smell the witch on him. Yeah, so I feel like Sloth is very hungry for gluttony. For for or sorry, Sloth, Sloth yeah, gluttony is hungry for that power. For that power, yeah. I feel like I feel like that's what it is. So Satella having the strongest power, just her. I guess the tastiest so. meal. <laughs> but that makes sense like yeah does that do i like does it yeah it makes make sense? sense what were you gonna say about what when? you were gonna talk he said something. <laughs> <laughs> i forgot you were I don't talking remember. about the witches i like that theory though i'll throw the balance throw yeah, off the balance yeah like all of them are teaming up kind of but when it comes to being against each other they're not really friends were you gonna say something about that? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's that's what was happening, and then we get after that point, we get Echidna's like confession that she does to Subaru, and it was just her pretty much explaining what's gonna be getting out of the contract from each one of them. So she's gonna get like all of his thoughts, feelings, emotions, and then memories, and in return, he could ask for pretty much anything he wanted from her. And together they would be. She would do anything in her power to help him achieve the best goal. But one of the things she he asked was, "Is the best goal going to be the goal that I want, or it's going to be like the best outcome, like the best outcome?" But she didn't. I don't think she answered that. So by her helping him, it's going to be the best situation for. What did y'all think when she said that? Would it be the best situation for her, or for the world, or for? <clears throat> It, would, it definitely wouldn't be the situation most ideal for him because the way she explained it would be like if people were going to die that he cares about but it's still going to be the best goal then that's just something he's going to have to live with so it's probably in her best interest right for her, the world that she wants I don't think so or do you have something else Daniel <laughs> Candace there's a question again because <laughs> uh, the contract would be her Helping him achieve the outcome, the best outcome. No, the best outcome is what she said. Not the outcome he wants. The best outcome? Yeah. That's what she said? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I think he asked too, like, would it be the outcome I want? Did he ask her? Yeah, he asked her. And then she didn't answer him. So I'm assuming it's going to be for her for her needs yeah the best outcome yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we already talked about this like she's working on something that would benefit her like she's doing all this for yeah. to get something from she's her. greedy <laughs> God, I, hate you. Well, I think that's the whole point because they, they do have 
personality trait having to do with their um, sin that they're coincided with. Mm-hmm. But that was cool. And then she gave like a, it was like five minute speech. It was like a long speech she gave. Really and she was just talking and talking. Yeah. And I did, I did read about it that in the, the novel, it was like pages and pages of her speech. Like it was a long speech. Like I can't remember. It was like more than 10 pages of her talking, apparently. And people were upset that she didn't get like a whole episode for the speech. <laughs> That's what I was whole episode. Yeah. But it was cool. I liked the, her finally giving her true feelings about it and then we also learned from that interaction with her that everything that she was doing for Subaru was just fake like a fake personality she was given because it's like she put on the personality that he would most what is the word respond to to get like to make a connection with her feel more comfortable yeah so it's like he put on exactly what he was needing so, like, the whole time she's just been playing him, pretty much. It's pretty sad. Because I liked her. I liked the kid. I don't know why. I, did too. I thought she was a friend. I mean, I like her, too, as she is. And I think she's pretty smart for doing that. Because, I mean, again, she's a witch. I feel like mm-hmm. people forgot about that part. <laughs> witch of greed. Mm-hmm. You know? But... She played us. <laughs> but another topic that I wanted to touch on... I wanted to see what y'all think when she talked about Beatrice. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt terrible for about her. About that contract. The super asked, um, how can he help Beatrice and who who's the person that she's waiting for? And she was like, I don't know. Like, whoever, like who knows? Like, whoever, whoever she picks. Whoever she picks. Yeah, whoever she picks. Without me explaining that to Beatrice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's just waiting for that person to choose that's like outside of her power she thinks see what makes me think is that what if at that time Beatrice was um, younger and so she wasn't as smart and as wise as she should be when she made that contract with um, Echidna and so maybe she just didn't really I don't know, collect, collect wisdom or more like she didn't grow to be wise enough to think mm, what's the catch in this contract and to think through who is who could be that person. You know, I feel like if it was Subaru, he would be smart enough because he's older. He would be smart enough to ask these questions, what's going to be in the contract and... Um, Subaru? Like, like if it was Subaru, you know, like that making that made a contract. I don't think so. He didn't ask the kidna anything. Well, that's true. <laughs> but also, like, I feel like he would be able to think more. Like, who could be that person? I just don't. I don't think we know yet. Like, I don't have any way to guess. No, that's not what I was explaining. Like, like if, if he was the one making the contract to protect the what I was saying is basically what if Beatrice was just young at that time when she made a contract and she's not able to just think through it that much and then she's not able to kind of brainstorm who could be that person or is Echidna trying to send a message to me that you know that's not clear enough am I making does that make sense Uh, no (laughs) I feel like she just did it for her enjoyment 
Yeah, but she purposely knows. didn't like if Beatrice understood like the whole contract and that person being whoever she wanted. Yeah, yeah. And she didn't really understand it. Yeah, and so that's why she stuck with this for four hundred years. She when Akina she had, was explaining, yeah. it, I feel like she just did it out of like enjoyment. No, we it. we know that we're not talking about Akina. But if Beatrice understood like the person that she wanted, that person was anyone that she chose. Would she still be, like, would she have still been there yeah. for so long? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, she wouldn't then. But I think Akina purposely made it so she would think that someone would, it was out yes. of her power to choose. Like, just to mess with her. I think that's what she did. That's why Subaru got upset about it. Right? That's the, from the conversation they were having, that's how I understood it. It's like she was happy that Beatrice hadn't picked anybody because her little game worked with her. Yeah, and also, she, again, she benefits from it. It's not, I, I feel like, I mean, obviously, I don't think she cares totally like what Beatrice, you know, what happens to Beatrice, but I feel like yeah. it's more like what she gets from it. It's not, I feel like it, part of it is true that what you're saying is that she kind of like plays with Beatrice but more than that is that she also gained all the wisdom from Beatrice and which is what she all all she wants the main thing anyway what and then whatever that? Beatrice interprets with the contract that was up to her with Echidna she don't really care it's not her job to like tell her explain to her who that person could be she just whatever she gains from it she, that's, you know, she gets, she benefits from it. That's how I understood it. Later wrote it down. Okay, this is, this is what the contract says. To maintain and curate this library's knowledge is what my contract demands, is what she said. Yeah, again, the wisdom and the knowledge that she gains from it. Yeah, and then the other part is one day that person will appear in the library. I feel like that part she just added for the enjoyment of it, like what you said. But again, it's she don't really care about Beatrice. Yeah, she doesn't. And I she feel doesn't. like she benefits from it because the longer that she, the the more years that she accumulates all these knowledge, the more knowledge that she gains. Does that make sense? No. I don't know. What, what knowledge are you talking about? Well, it's just knowledge in general from Beatrice and the library and all the books and whatever Beatrice experiences. Oh, you think it's a similar one to the one she made with Subaru? What she was trying to make with Subaru? Yeah, part. But what did Beatrice get from the contract then? Nothing. Like, again, it, like, it doesn't... Oh, why she would agree with the contract? Yeah. That, I don't think... I don't, I don't know, because they didn't explain that part. Yeah. Maybe she just jumped into the contract. Like, Subaru almost did. Yeah, but... He was gonna get something yeah, from it though. Yeah, Subaru was gonna get the outcome, or the best outcome, I guess. Like, for what reason would Beatrice agree to a contract? I don't know. That's what we're saying. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully get, because it seems because after that he said I'm gonna, he's not agreeing to the contract with Echidna and he's gonna take. Uh, he says I'm gonna take her hand, which I guess he's talking about Beatrice, mm -hmm. and hopefully in the next episode, whatever happens with Satella that we get him going to Beatrice and saving her, hopefully. 
That's what I think. And maybe we'll get more explanation about how this contract's working for her. Have, how long are we now? I can cut it and make it two. I can cut it and make it. Okay. I have another question. Go for it. Um, so, we're not going to talk about when Satella came. Go. Yeah, what's up? Wait, no, but that's that's not what. Yeah, well, we can talk about it. No, like, that's not what I want to talk about, but that's how we're going to end it. Well, Satella showed up at the very end, and like, everyone's freaking out. Uh, super freaked out. Akina especially was surprised she was there. Um, how did everybody else react? Um, T-Phone was excited. T-Phone was excited. Gluttony was... Hungry. Hungry. <laughs> um, segment, the other ones are kind of just... Segment was like annoyed that she was there. Yeah. Like frustrated. Like, oh, here's another problem. Yeah. And I can't remember how Minerva was acting. We didn't get her reaction. I feel like... Minerva's? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I feel like I didn't see it. it's just there. Yeah, but it didn't seem like they were like terrified of her. But I feel Other like they were... Kira. I feel like definitely they were on guard. Um, they're not just, mm -hmm. you know, like, but anyway, so. It was cool. I was excited. That was like the hypest way to end the episode. <laughs> Did y'all expect for, for her to come? I didn't think so. I didn't think so. But it's in the title, y'all. It's in the title. Witches I thought, tea party. but there was witches there already. I thought it was just the, like, those six. And they, he wasn't even talking about his, well, he kind of was. He was talking about it. Because she only shows up when he talks about the return by death thing. But they were talking about it. So I guess she would have showed up. I just didn't think she would go to the graveyard with them. Because the fact that all of them popped up. Mm -hmm. like, And then the title of the episode is literally the witch's tea party. And all of them popped up but Satila. And so I was waiting for her to come. And then she finally came at the end. Surprise. <laughs> I, wasn't I was expecting it. I was surprised. <laughs> Cause like there was witches there already. Who's missing? I didn't say all the witches tea party. It no, said no. witches tea party. It's oh. context. <laughs> <laughs> They're not just gonna tell you exactly what's gonna happen. It's context. I was hyped though. It was crazy. <laughs> Did you just get the video I sent you? What? No. I saw y'all both. Oh, I know what I was gonna ask. I, I wanted to ask. Oh, I can't remember what mine was. What was yours? Okay, so you're gonna start here. Yeah, I'll just, whenever. Okay, so one of my kind of like speculations or just I wanted to think about is that um, you know how Beatrice keeps talking about she has to follow the contract mm -hmm. and she has that book. Yeah. And they describe it as close <clears throat> to like the tomb of wisdom mm -hmm. and that there's two copies. Yeah. One copy is with Beatrice, the other copy is with Roswell. Roswell. Yeah. Do you think Roswell is in some kind of contract with a witch? Possibly Echidna, since it's a Tomb of Wisdom books. And that Roswell at that moment when he kind of basically committed suicide when he let himself be eaten by all those rabbits. Do you remember that part? Yeah. It's like him and Subaru was outside. Um, in that he also desired what Beatrice desired is to just die. I don't think so. I, I talked about this last the last episode. I didn't think about him having a contract with the witch though. But what do y'all? 
since both of them have the books, and it's not the book where the fingers where Little um, Goose has, because they said they explained that it's not um, what do you call it the uh, rejected gospel no, or the gospel. It's not a it's not the gospel yeah. like what Little Goose had. It he just they describe it as a tomb of wisdom books and there's only two copies Beatrice has it yeah. and she follows it and she said that she follows the contract which is whatever's in the book I was, I was I can't remember if I was talking to you about it or to Diego but there there are the separate books and then that means they're not they don't have the same thing inside of them yeah it's gonna right? be it's gonna be different it's not gonna be exactly the same yeah. that book pertains to or I thought they were connected. Though. It's more, yeah. I feel like they're connected in some way or another. But that book is more like relevant to Beatrice because that's what she's following. But the fact that Roswell also has that book, and also I, and I think he is also following whatever's in the book, right? And for some reason, it also involves Subaru. And in Beatrice's book. I feel like Subaru was that person probably. Well, I feel like she wanted to pick him as that person because she did mention that. Um, I think she, like, she thinks that, or she thought that he he was that person when he popped up and came out of nowhere or whatever. But anyway, but in, in the end, she still wasn't able to pick that person and just wanted to be killed. Um, but it's just weird that for some reason. I feel like Subaru's involved in the contract. Does that, like, are y'all following? Kind of? Involved in the contract. Yeah, in like. In the, the tone, you mean? In the books. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I think if anything, he's in Roswell's book in some way. Maybe not Beatrice. Because she has, she said she hasn't been getting any kind of information from it for years now. Or so like, oh said. yeah, it was empty. And so she kind of interpreted it as that's her end. It's like yeah, there's her. nothing more to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Roswell, it Maybe. seems like Roswell's still getting information in his. That's why he's making these decisions. But what do y'all think? Like, do y'all think Roswell could also be in a contract with a witch? Most probably with Echidna? If anything, it's probably Echidna. Because he said the the mansion has been in the Mathers have been taking care of the mansion and the sanctuary for generations that's what he said so if anything Roswell is one or is in a contract with, no he couldn't be why not because she was dead before unless he's I don't think he's that old but Beatrice is like a little kid and she's been alive for 400 years she's a spirit though Roswell also went into the he did the trials himself too yeah. He could have ran in. No. I don't think he... Because he's not... He failed. No, he didn't do the He didn't do the trial. He did. He I thought failed. he was just rejected from it. Because he's not a half. Because mm. he had to be a half-blood, whatever, to do the I trial. Thought, I thought he did when he failed. I thought he was just rejected from it. And that's why he was all injured from it or whatever. But they, none of them, there's nothing physically happening to anybody in the trial. Like, Amelia was never hurt from it. Subaru wasn't hurt from it. Well, I guess that's true. But I don't know. I guess I should. I swear I thought he could do it. 
Maybe it was retarded. I thought he attempted to try it, but he wasn't. Uh, what's what's it called? What do they call it? <clears throat> eligible or accepted or whatever. Yeah, the eligible. Where he didn't acknowledge him to do the. There's a word for that. What is it called? What's um? Roswell's not half though. Really? You said if so he, he has a contract with Echidna? That's what I was thinking. Ever since they ever since they revealed that Beatrice had a contract with Echidna. And then it all kinda tied up in my head. The book, two copies with Beatrice, one is with Roswell, explained that it was a tomb of wisdom and the fact that they're both following the book. I don't know. It just all made sense for me. So what do y'all think? No words. Think <laughs> you gotta think. I don't think he has a contract with a kid now. But I feel like he respects her and is doing... Like he's... His family has been like supporting Echidna's decisions and trying to help her in some way. I don't know. So I don't like think... Yeah, it sounds like... But would it be with him? Because I don't see any reason why he would. Unless he's just following the book. But we don't know where he got the book from. Like, they haven't explained where exactly they got the book, but we do know that it's a tomb of wisdom, or they describe it as the closest thing to a tomb of wisdom, or something like that. Yeah. And there's only two copies. <clears throat> Beatrice has one, Roswell has one. And they follow the book. Do you think Roswell has that person in his book also? It doesn't specifically say Subaru? Probably. And that's probably why... <clears throat> He's also letting Subaru um, do his thing is because probably What if what if Subaru hold on What if Roswell chose what if okay hang on What if they both have that person in their own uh tomb of wisdom books? Mm -hmm. But then Roswell did choose Subaru as his person. Mm -hmm. and he's letting him make decisions. So Roswell is still getting stuff that he needs to do. But Beatrice hasn't chosen that person for herself. That's why she yeah. hasn't got any more. Just it's empty because there's... So once she does choose it, she'll get some more mm -hmm. features. Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Alright. Case closed, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Case closed. But I feel like that's not true. Because it seems like Subaru is going to make a different contract with Beatrice. Different contract with Beatrice? Yeah, because she said that the only way to get out of her contract is to make another contract that overwrites that one. Well, that was one way she could do it. What, like with another witch? I think it could be with anybody. Or maybe that person for her. I don't know. That's what I think.
Anything? Alright, thank you all for watching. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I really liked uh, Roswell that last episode though. How did I? I was I had to think about it real hard. But it seems like he doesn't. He knows Subaru can restart, but he doesn't know how Subaru restarts. Did it seem that way to y'all? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't know for sure that Subaru can restart. He's just making the assumption he can restart in some way. Is that crazy? No. I thought he. I think in that life he realized he could. Like he was right. That's why he was getting excited when he was talking. And he's like over and over. Because that's when Subaru was like, he's like, you keep uh, avoiding me over and over. And then he was like, over and over. Like, that's when he was getting like information about it. So in that life, before this one, where they got killed by the rabbits, like you were talking about, mm-hmm. he was, he realized that Subaru could restart. So that's why he didn't care that this life that he was in was going to end because another him in a different life would be able to achieve the goal he was going for. No, because he mentioned that even if, even if Subaru restarts, like Subaru may, like he may be able to restart, but they can't. He mm-hmm. said that, and so. I've, yeah, but he knows there's going to be another him that's not in this life, but a different life that will achieve that goal. Yeah, but I feel like part of the reason why he said that, like even if you can restart, we can't. It's like it sounds to me more like. How should I explain it? Like. Like I guess not everybody could restart like him. Like, like he has. I guess the way I interpret it is more like he only has one chance to do this. So even if Subaru can do this over again, he can't. Or the people that he leaves can't. That's kind of how I interpret it. But I don't know. What What do you think? What? Yeah. Yeah. Do you even remember that part? Whenever it's just Roswell and Subaru. It was yeah. the end of the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Where he like beat the crap out of him. Because the, the way I saw it was because he gave him that whole speech about if you're going to be like me, you need to throw away everything except what you care about, like the one thing you care about most. Yeah, because he only has one chance. Roswell. Yeah. But he doesn't have one chance because Subaru can restart. That life he's living has one chance, but he knows that there's going to be another him in a different life that has a chance again. Yeah. So he was done with that life. He's like, we can't do anything else here. That's why he's fine with dying. But he knows that in the life that Subaru is going to restart, there's going to be him that's alive. So he can start in that life and still achieve that goal. Yeah, yeah, but... That's why it was crazy what he was saying during that last episode. Like, it seemed like a crazy person saying those words. That's why he was just fine with dying by the rabbits. What do you think? I'm still not understanding. <laughs> About Roswell? We might need to go back to the episode and see if it's for you to remember it. It's just, it was like two minutes. We can. It's crazy. Just, what so, you what you're saying makes sense. Makes more sense to where that was the end of his present self, is mm-hmm. what he said. But um, he'd do anything. He'd even be eaten he let himself be eaten by all those rabbits just to start just to i guess get his, get to his goal mm-hmm. 
Well, it's like, it's like that life was a bust for him, so it doesn't matter what happens anymore. He's going to have to restart. Like, in the life he was living, he can't achieve his goals, so he's got to wait for Subaru to restart. Does it make sense? It's weird. I'm understanding more now. He's just crazy. I want to see what he meant by be like me. Like, you're truly going to catch up to me. We'll understand him more. Understand why he's doing the things he's doing. Probably. Yeah. Why he's following the book. Mm-hmm. Alright. Anything else you want to talk about? That's it. For now. Guesses for next episode? Hmm? Predictions? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's going to be a fight? Oh, Sato is coming? No, I feel like they're just going to talk. I think so. It'd be cool if they fight. Stop. We haven't seen them actually fight any of the witches. Because Echidna doesn't seem like she has any power. Well, she hasn't shown any power. Like fighting power. Sloth just lays down, dude. <laughs> Raft is the only one we've seen mainly, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no stereotyping. <laughs> what? Kind of, it has to just because she's act, the most active and physical. But she did. Like, she just showed some stuff she could do. Yeah, I know, but... Tifons. I don't feel like her power wouldn't work on the witches. I don't know. Alright. Anything else? Mm-hmm. Alright. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Diego, for joining in on this episode. And hopefully we'll have you back for some more. Candice, thank you, too, for joining no problem (laughs) thank you for your input right next door and thank you all for watching and for listening and we'll see you all next time peace